Welcome to the game. This is game. They should have never gave you platform. This is The Gab, episode 43. Hey man, tubers, potters, give yourself a hand out there. Y'all watching. I'd like to thank my sponsor, First Place Losers. The link to the shop gonna be in the description below. Y'all go check that shit out. Hey, uh, you know how this shit go. We just hopping right into it, you feel me? Let's hop right into the topics. Oh, before that, tubers, y'all know what to do. Y'all adults, y'all know YouTube been around for so goddamn long. Y'all know what everybody say. Whatever. For my potters out there. I'm on Apple Podcasts, I'm on Google Podcasts, and I'm on SoundCloud. All you got to do is type in either Kamar Johnson or The Gab. Bow! Pop right the fuck up. Y'all know what the fuck to do. I don't need to tell you that shit. Everybody else telling y'all that shit. They tell you what to do. Y'all listen to other podcasters. Y'all watch other YouTubers. Y'all know what they say. Do do it your own fucking will. I don't give a damn at this point. The fuck? (laughs) Anyway, let's hop right into the motherfucking topic. In today's topic, we're going to talk about the Haitian gangs. They are out there kidnapping fucking everybody. They ain't giving no fucks, nigga. They the captains now of this shit, and they taking the fuck over. The fuck? (laughs) They out there wilding, bruh. A lot of types of kidnapping. I know y'all heard about the kidnapping of the Americans. American missionaries, they kidnapped 17 other motherfuckers. They were like, nigga, we want a million dollars for each one of them. They don't give a fuck. Goddamn. This shit sound like a goddamn movie. I swear this is a movie that motherfucker. What's that nigga name? Let me find him out real quick. Hold on. Michael Bay, nigga. This movie Michael Bay would direct. Called Haitians Going Wow. Nah, I gotta be a better title than that. What's a better title? It's a better title. Man, if y'all know down in the comments, let me know below. What would be a tight-ass movie title uh, Michael Bay would have in this type of movie, bruh? Uh, uh, sh- sh- Haste No More, nigga. <laughs> that title is weak as fuck, bro. Man. But yeah, man, they kidnapping motherfuckers out there and they ask for a ransom. Look, man. Kidnap these Americans. We want a million dollars. Each one of them. Don't that shit sound like a motherfucking movie? To me, it do shit. This some movie shit, bro. The Haitian gang, the 400, Mawuzu. They out there asking. A meal per person. Ooh. And they got movie quotes, bro. What the fuck? These niggas having quotes like real movies. The quote this nigga said. I swear by thunder that if I don't get what I'm asking for, I will put a bullet in the heads of these Americans. That shit sound like some shit in fucking movie shit, bruh. This nigga really said it. That was what was really said by the gang leader. By thunder, nigga. God damn, man. Couldn't write it better myself. The true question is, though, is America going to pay? Because, nigga, we already in debt. They keep raising the debt ceiling. And now, we about to be in mo debt. Hey, man, if the, I'm going to say this. If the, 
the people they kidnap black, <laughs> you better ask somebody else shit. They, they ain't getting a meal. You ain't getting no money, nigga. You better hope they white women. If they white women, nigga, they getting breaded off, nigga. Shit. White men, nigga, one mil, they like, nigga, we got we got two million for you, nigga. We'll give you two million. <laughs> God damn. Fuck, man, Michael Bay, when you making the movie, bruh? Hey, Chanel, nigga. <laughs> That's the title. <laughs> but yeah, man, this shit sound like some movie shit. This is real life shit. The Haitians out there kidnapping motherfuckers. And it's wild out there. You know how it is out in Haiti? It's fucking wild. They got to do what they got to do to get money and shit, man. Hey man, hope they uh I hope America pay the ransom and get these Americans out of there. But man, we know how America is. We know how they do. Hey, uh, hope nobody get killed, bruh. You feel me? But uh hey, I'm calling it. Three to five years. This is gonna be made into a movie. I just don't know the uh the title of the movie. Title of the movie gonna be called The Haitian Gangs. They're gonna keep it fucking simple. Directed by Michael fucking Bay. Storm, looky, uh, nigga, have me co-director, nigga. By the time three to five years, I'll be up there too, nigga. Or have me star as one of the Haitians. <laughs> you know, you know what? They would do some shit like that. They have some some nigga like Keanu Reeves as one of the gang leaders of the Haitians, bro. In this fucking movie, the Haitian Haitian gang, bro. Ain't that fucked up? Ain't that about a bitch, <laughs> nigga? I swear by thunder. And if I don't get what I'm asking for, I will put a bullet in the heads of the Americans. I'm Keanu Reeves, and I approve this message. <laughs> oh, man. For my sources, is the Washington Post and Forbes. Hey, don't mind my voice, man. I'm under the weather, man. I, I should be laying in bed right now resting and shit, but I'm doing this shit for y'all. So, hey, like I say, man, three to five years, this movie going to be made. The Haitian Gangs, bro. It's wild out there. Anyway, about to get into the next segment. Oh, yeah. And you know I love this segment. The Sam segment. Ooh, we about to talk about Midnight Mass on Netflix. Oh, my God. Wow, this was such a divine motherfucking show. It was such an enlightenment. I was spiritually moved. No, motherfuckers, for real. I was spiritually moved. I cried, nigga. At the very fucking end, I uh, like as the the fucking show was going, a single fucking tear came out my fucking eye, ran down my cheek. It was just such like divine intervention. Shit, like wait, it's kind of life changing this fucking show. Shit, man, let me get all the stats. IMDb gave it seven point eight, while Rotten Tomatoes gave it an eighty nine percent. Ooh. Fuck those critics. <laughs> you know how I fucking feel. Fuck them. Uh, this came out September 24th, 2021. Look at man. I say go watch the show. This shit was fucking great. Man. Get a hand clap from Mike Flanagan. He directed this shit. God damn, bro. Wow, this was incredible. Shit. I didn't know any of the cast members. Y'all acted y'all ass off. It was starting people... It was starring people such as Kate Siegel, she was Aaron Green, Zach Guilford, Riley Finn was his character, and Roe Kaw. I know I'm fucking that name up, but he was Sheriff Hassan. Like, basically, 
This is a American supernatural horror uh, TV series, and the plot was basically a bunch of supernatural shit happening in this small community after a mysterious priest came around. And it's credible though. It had a lot of re- lot of religious undertones in it, like even in the titles, bro. Like some of the titles. First episode, book book one, Genesis. Second episode, book two, the palms or palms. Y'all know that shit? Y'all read the Bible or her? Watch any movie that's have any type of religion in it? This is shit that they be on, bro. So, basically, the show is about one dude, He the first scene, he get in a car accident, and this nigga praying, please, Lord, let her live. Forgive me for my sins, for what I've done. Oh, Lord, and Lord. And then, it was another woman. She dead. Brain splattered out. And the cop said one of the realest shit. He was like, ask your God this. Why does he let drunks like you fucking live without a scratch? But an innocent woman like that, dead with her brains out. Nigga. I lost my mind. I knew at that moment this show was going to be great. God damn. Movement. Damn. The monologues on this fucking show was incredible, bro. I was in fucking awe every time they spoke, nigga. So basically, he went to jail. And then it shows, boom. Ah, Midnight Mass. And so essentially, he goes back to his hometown, his home community. He goes back. It's another chick that, like, went away. She ran away when she was 16. She coming back now. She pregnant. And, like, basically, a storm is coming in. This is basically a fisherman town. I think they outside of Maine or some shit like that. And, like, he the the dude comes back. The dad is feeling all a certain type of way because he feel like he failed his son, his firstborn son and shit. And... His first run son done turned to a fucking atheist. He don't believe in none of that shit no more. He's like, man, I don't believe in that God shit no more. Fuck all that shit. He don't even want to go to church. None of that shit. So the mom is just, you know, you know how mamas do. Mama love, love her son. You know what I mean? And this nigga has like a little brother. And then like the little brother doing the same thing that he was doing, sneaking out, going to his friends, all that shit, smoking weed and all that shit. But essentially, this priest comes around and everybody thinks it's like a new priest so like uh what happened was a storm the storm hit and the character the main character he's not the main character because he gets he dies in episode fucking four this is like an eight episode series so riley flynn that's the nigga he's like the one they kind of focus on at first, but then, like, after a while, they kind of just focus on just the town itself. The town is a character. Duh. <laughs> All right. But, essentially, though, he's he kind of getting converted to be back a believer and shit. He has a, he's a drunk. He has an alcohol problem and shit. And, literally, Episode two, the storm hits, and he sees the old priest outside. And he's like, yo, nigga, I see the old priest. And he telling people, he telling his dad and mom and the brother, and they're like, nigga, you crazy. You sound stupid. So he went out there to chase him, and the nigga gone. He did see the old priest, though. What happened was the old priest 
went on some spiritual journey or whatever, and he found, they said an angel, but that nigga resembled like a vampire. And so the nigga bit him in the neck, left him in the cave, and then he got out the cave, and he started noticing, like, oh, shit, I'm getting younger. But he had a thirst for fucking blood. And he had to get more of the angel blood to kind of stay, like, alive. Because the nigga was basically dying. And he had to get, like, the angel around new people to suck their blood. But when he did that shit, they was getting cured. So he come back to his old time. He's like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm about to be my younger, younger self. I'm not going to tell nobody. But niggas start figuring out because, like, this nigga start having seizure in front of people. And he just start telling people, like, his congregation and shit that, like, yeah, this is what happens. So, throughout the town, you know how religion is. It's always this one Bible-thumping-ass motherfucker that's, like, all about the religion but be the most conniving motherfucker. That, that was the one chick. And, like, the message with her was, like, yo, she's the most devoted person but she turned into the judas at the end of the day like she got power hungry so essentially this nigga the priest had riley flynn come to aa and like had this other dude that was a town drunk and like the town drunk had a dog and the most devoted the devoted christian motherfucker end up poisoning the dog ain't that about a bitch god damn so essentially the priest come in, he come in and start giving the blood of the angel to the congregation. And it start like, it start healing people. His, uh, Riley Flynn dad had a bad back. His back started getting better. He started grooving with his wife again. You know, they start getting the fucking, you know how that go. So like everybody started getting happy. They had this one, one chick, uh, uh, she was in a wheelchair and she got in a wheelchair because of the town drunk shot her. In a fucking hunting accident. And made her paralyzed. And like, bruh. Like, nigga. Start drinking the blood. And he was like, you can walk, damn it. Get your ass up. Get your ass up in the name of the Lord. She was like, oh, oh, Lord and Lord. Took a step. Everybody, at first everybody was like, oh my God, stop it. You're being such a jerk. Oh my God. You know how white people insults? You imbecile. You're fucking crazy. Stop doing that. And like, this chick, well, the, the girl, she was like 15, 16. She was like, she was in a wheelchair, light skin. Like, there was only two black people in that, in this show. So, her and the mother. Uh, Niggas, he started walking. And they was like, oh shit, it's a miracle. So more people start coming to church. And more people start getting healed. And then what happened was, it's uh, this doctor. And the doctor start fucking testing the blood and shit. And noticed that like it, it burns in sunlight. And like she all about modern medicine and all that shit. And progressive shit, whatever. And then the, her mom had dementia and shit. But then she start going to church. And like the priest came, came to her because... At the end of the day, the priest and this woman, they fucking had a baby. The baby was the doctor. And you find that out at the very end because the motherfucker, the doctor gets shot, blow, blasted, and fucking cold in her fucking arms. And like, no. 
Is this what happens when you try to play God? He'll take the most precious thing from you. That was one of the messages too. Like, nigga, you try to play God, boom. Takes the most precious thing that you ever fucking wanted. Don't ever try to play God. But, anyway, basically, uh, this nigga Riley Flynn went to AA Minute, then like, uh, met the angel, the angel bit him and shit, and this nigga was just, kind of just lost his mind, and he was telling the chick, the one chick that came back too, she was pregnant, and then one day, like, the baby was gone, boom, because they're drinking the blood, they're drinking the angel blood, so it's doing all types of other shit to the body too, and so like, he basically took her out on the boat, and like, this nigga been having dreams of the woman he killed. And, like, having nightmares and all that shit and then showing that. And so then, they have this one monologue and they talk about death. And, like, they show his portion of what he thinks about death and, like, where do you go? Like, he's like, I really don't know where you go. Like, I feel like just nothing happens and shit like that. Because, like, like I said, he turned to an atheist. But then, went out on boat. He was like, look, I'm going to tell you something. And you might not believe it. But, and he told her, and the downfall of having his blood, like, you, you get healed and everything, but you can't be out in the sunlight. You fucking burn up. You fucking evaporate. So, it happened. She saw it. Then she told his mom the dad. They didn't believe it at first, and then certain shit start conspiring, and then, like, they start believing the shit. And then, like, another monologue that was powerful, too, the young, the young girl went over to the drunken dude to his crib and told him, like, yo. I fucking hated you for so long because you fucking shot me. But it's like, I forgive you. And you need to forgive yourself. Because he had a lot of self-pity. And this nigga was going through turmoil too because he know he fucked up. But, at the end of the day, what they were trying to do, the priests and the devoted Christian, they were trying to have all the people drink all the blood, get, the, the, have the angel turn them all into what you call it. And then, all the so-called sinners that didn't come to church or whatever, they were going to be food. They're going to burn all the boats and shit. And then they were going to like hide in like the back house of the church or whatever. And then once everybody was congregated, they were going to go to like another town and do the same shit. Convert motherfuckers, basically. And then like, nigga, priests start telling them like, yeah, I'm the same priest from fucking 30 years ago. And this angel came by and saved me and made me a new man again. And then the angel came in and everybody was like, holy shit. This angel ugly than a motherfucker. <laughs> ugly than a bitch. It was a fucking vampire, bro. That shit was a vampire. That was Dracula 2.0. Stop playing with me, niggas. <laughs> but essentially, bro, the angel came in, did the shit. And then, at the end of the fucking day, the whole town went into turmoil. Everything was burning up. These niggas trying to play God. Uh, the woman that had the was pregnant and, like, baby evaporated. She the one kind of, they alluded that she the one killed the vampire, basically, or the angel, by cutting the wings, slicing it. And then try to fly away into like his man cave or whatever. Um, but it couldn't. And like the sun came up 
And at the end, the town got in a shambles. And, you know, Riley Flynn's little brother and the chick that was uh, in the wheelchair as well, they got in a boat and they sailed off. And they see, like, the town burning up all in shambles and shit. And the very last line was, she said, I can't feel my legs. And a single tear ran down my fucking eyes as I was just like, and in that monologue, as the town was burning and everything, you got the the guy answer in episode four, but then you got the chick answer that was pregnant at the very end. She was like, basically, when you die, what if you go back to your true state of nature? Like, you go back to Mother Nature itself. You get put into the dirt, and you become earth itself in your essence just extrude or extrude how the fuck you say that word and like you really never die you always a part of this earth damn what a fucking monologue Daniel saying that shit and then very end like I said that's how you knew the kind of the angel or the vampire died because she couldn't feel her legs. The power wall. The blood was... The, he was the main person, the main vampire angel, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Once that motherfucker died, everybody else that had the blood in it, if they were got too much blood exposed to them, they got evaporated from the sun, or these niggas were fucking dead from the bite, or they... Whatever they healed, didn't get healed anymore. And I knew at that point, them two were going to die too. Because, like, they had a boat, no food. They were stranded. <sighs> Sad, man. Sad religion fucking show. God damn. Anyway, that show, man. Midnight motherfucking mass on Netflix. Y'all go see that shit. Y'all let me know what y'all think. I fucking fuck with it. I like shows like this where have you thinking it's all about like religion, spirituality, and have you thinking deeper and not just some surface level shit. And I love shows with great monologues. They had great monologues. They were so fucking impactful. Man. Make you really think, man. Like, damn, man. We just like... Man. We just... Adams. On earth, just... Who knows what the fuck we are. Hmm. Anyway, alright. On to the... Look at man. Midnight Mass, Netflix, y'all go check it out. On to the next motherfucking segment, though. And you know how I love this segment. It is motherfucking... Meantime! Ooh, shit. I mean, y'all can really tell my voice. Man, this shit kind of going away. Damn. <coughs> <coughs> Alright, man. For my potters out there, we got Kermit the Frog. We got regular Kermit the Frog, and then, you know, remember, the, they had the hoodie? Dark Kermit the Frog. And it reads, me. I'm mad at her. My dick. Let me talk to her. <laughs> no! 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 We are more than a piece of meat, guys! Okay? If we mad at her, we don't give her the dick. 
We withhold the dick. God damn it. When will we ever learn? Good Lord. Do not give her the dick if you mad at her. Make her earn that shit. They make us earn shit, right? Well, we all equal in this bitch. God damn. <laughs> Let me talk to her. Yeah, uh-huh. Whole lot of conversation gonna go on. <laughs> all right, man. This meme relates to me, Lynn. I went to go take my car in the shop. Had a little bit of car troubles and shit. And, like, luckily, like, man, I've been taking my shit to an infinity shop. And they ain't been fucking janking me. Like, you know, how when you go to other auto places. And this is how they do. So, my potter's out there. Got the mechanic. And they got the woman. And it's like a fucking Toyota cat. Uh, what the fuck is this? Uh, uh. I can't even think of what the fuck this shit is. God damn. <laughs> Camaro. Duh. <laughs> oh, shit. But it reads, him, you need a new transmission. Her. What's a transmission? Him. Ha ha. Did I say one? I meant to say you need two transmissions. <laughs> how they be bro dead ass you go in there for a fucking i swear bro you go in there for an oil change 60 bucks right nigga after the fucking inspection they be like nigga you need a whole nother catalytic converter and then you need a whole nother uh conveyor belt and you need like uh, uh you have a little crack in your little battery and yeah you need about 300 transmissions you like nigga what the what the fuck Nigga, I came in for an oil change. How is it so much more shit that you tax me with? Nigga, the car don't even take two transmissions. It's only one. Fuck. Bruh, that's how the mechanics be, bruh. That's why you got to get a trusted mechanic. A trusted mechanic is way more valuable than a best friend. I'm joking, bro. Get the fuck. Or am I? I don't know. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, for my potters, bro. I got the little uh fucking train thing. What the fuck was this cartoon again? The angry train? I don't the fuck know. Y'all put it in the comments below. Oh, Thomas the train. That's what this was. This nigga was always mad. Why was this train always mad? Was he always off his tracks? Oh, <laughs> And for my potters, it reads, me, works extra day, paycheck, plus $20. Me, causing sick one day, paycheck, minus $198. Oh my God. Thomas had never seen such bullshit. <laughs> and it's true. And it's fucking true. You miss one day, half your check gone. You stay for overtime, nigga, couple bucks more. And y'all niggas glorify fucking having a job. Tired of that bullshit. You motherfuckers. God damn. Y'all glorifying having a job. This is what y'all get.
They'll let your go. They'll let your ass go in a motherfucking heartbeat. Don't even give a fuck. <sighs> anyway, hey, episode forty-three. This is the gap. I'm Kamal. For my tubers out there, y'all know what to do. Y'all adults, do what you want. For my potters out there, I'm on Apple Podcasts, I'm on SoundCloud, and I'm on Google Podcasts. All you got to do is type in Kamal Johnson or The Gab, and I'll pop right the fuck up. Give yourself a fucking hand clap out there if y'all watching or if y'all listening. Appreciate y'all. Woo! On that note, I'm out. I'm about to get some rest, man. I'm under the weather, man. Feeling feeling a little sicky sick. Woo! Shit, maybe I should call a day off. But I can't, because I work for myself. I get negative. This was good. This was good.